So I'm here with Alejandro, a.k.a. King Hippo, a.k.a. Hippochi. Hippochi. <laughs> so many names. Um, okay, so Alejandro, um, I wanted to talk to you about um, this event that you have coming up um, that's been going on for a while. It's called Fresh Roasted. Um, and we have this sort of like culmination of Fresh Roasted. It's like the all champs show that's happening on December 6th, right? Um can you give people a little bit of background on what Fresh Roasted is, like how long it's been happening? Sure. It's uh, an event I host monthly uh, in Logan Square at the Whistler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing it for four years. Um, December 6th will actually be the f- uh, four-year, two-day anniversary of the event. Oh. Um, and it's an event where uh, two record collectors present uh, samples to three to four beat makers each month mm-hmm. uh who then have uh, 90 minutes to make a beat on the spot and then the audience uh decides who comes back the following edition okay excellent um and so okay so this is the thing that happens monthly and so this like all champs shindig there's like okay so if you look on like the facebook event like the cover photo and everything it's almost kind of like a it's like a, a bracket <laughs> So it's a tournament of uh, champions. So right. in the four years um, of doing Fresh Roasted, we have 20, and I'm doing air quotes over here, mm-hmm. uh, champions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm actually going to move towards ending uh, the, f- well, the concept overall, but um, the battle aspect of it. Uh, uh-huh. Definitely for 2019. It's ending with um, the event at Sleeping Village on December 6th, uh, which in my email to all the, t- the former <laughs> champions was battle to end all battles. Yes. Okay. Can I? So what? Um, how did you come to this decision to like end the whole battle aspect? Uh, when that son of a bitch number 45 <laughs> took office, uh, a lot of stuff, of course, changed in the world. Mm-hmm. But with uh, me personally, I started becoming sensitive to words and um, how people interact with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so monthly, I was putting people I respect and admire into, you know, quote unquote battles with one another. Yeah. And uh, they started rubbing me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been trying to figure out a way out of that. Um, and it's last October I did one of these in, in, uh, London and it was simply, we made beats live on the spot, mm-hmm. presented them and then that was it. Right. And it felt great. Yeah. There needed, there was no battle and nobody no, like, needs competitive aspect right. necessarily. Right. Okay. And, I like uh, that. I thought that was a great solution. Mm-hmm. So in 2019, that's what we're going to do. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So just to finish up the concept, I thought it'd be cool, you know, Mm -hmm. just to do, to invite everybody that had, you know, quote unquote one, um, (laughs) even though we all win because there are beats at the end. (laughs) Well, we all win because, you know, this is an event where people come, you know, to the venue and then when they leave the venue, there's like three to four new songs out in the universe. Right. So, I mean, yeah. in that sense, we all win. And that's like art is made. Right. That's yeah. what I've always wanted to showcase. 
and highlight um, along with, you know, sharing, creativity, Mm -hmm. and friendship. Um, But sometimes the competitive aspect really got in the way. But that's kind of the nature of hip-hop, which, you know, just this event sometimes reminded me. Yeah. Do you, I mean... Do you have like a feeling about like why that would be like a, a like a facet of, of hip hop like this competitive nature? Uh, I mean, sorry, I know. Well, I mean, it started with <laughs> I mean, well, hip hop itself started in it came from uh, like Jamaican sound systems right. uh, in the seventies. Uh, so who had the better sound system? Oh, okay, yeah. You know who uh, through rap then you know oftentimes was like bragging or. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes pointed um, lyrics sharply at the person across from them. Yeah. Uh, so it's always kind of been there. Yeah. Um, even in like the aspects of graffiti. Yeah. Or other like hip hop facets, mm-hmm. uh, break dancing. Okay. You know. Yeah, I can see that, that competitive edge has always been there to be the best at what you do. Yeah. You well, know? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it's great too. I mean, f- you know, competition is great in a sense that you are able to push yourself a little bit harder and like dig deeper within yeah, to pull something out. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if you take the battle aspect out of it, you're still in the whole concept of fresh roasted, you're still able to provide that sort of challenge for someone. So yeah, I, you're I still don't like necessarily surrounded by other people who are like trying to do their best and like, right. I'm, I'm, you know, presenting people in a, um, samples that they've never heard before or mm. used before or thought about before and they're and they're coming out and they're working under speakers on the stage of the whistler mm-hmm. and you know while they're working uh my guest dj will play so there's loud music playing overhead mm-hmm. they're on their headphones <laughs> uh they're making music in their headphones in front of a group of people staring at them oh my god uh so there's there's plenty for them to be challenged with yeah so <laughs> easy right <laughs> no problem <laughs> so i mean we don't need the the battle aspect yeah to it, yeah yeah it's already it's already like an internal it's, battle <laughs> right people are just you know reaching deep within themselves to pull something out yeah um on the spot yeah and you know that's what i respect and admire about everybody that comes through there's a certain type of uh, boldness that a person has to have to want to do it mm-hmm. for sure um so this all champ show on the 6th is this um i wasn't 100 percent sure but is this the is this an event where um people are doing live sampling like from a band yeah so the concept uh i suppose was rooted in um this party that happened in tokyo uh, years back called raws where every month um a jazz band was invited to come out and uh, they were recorded live on the spot and mm-hmm. beat makers had all night to to make a beat mm-hmm. uh, from that music that was recorded live. I did, um, I knew the, the people that started that and uh, they allowed me and my friend uh, B Magic uh, from LA, Grown Kids Radio, um, to do an edition in Chicago and an edition in LA. Mm-hmm. Um one of the artists in the Chicago edition of Roz, uh, 
once invited me uh, to do something up in, I think it was either Lakeview or Rogers Park, Mm -hmm. some really small shop that could hold like 12 people seated. Uh, (laughs) He asked me, you know, he's like, hey, how about instead of a band, you bring out a record, I'll sample it on the spot. I'll make a beat on the spot Mm -hmm. and then I'll play it for everybody in in attendance i'm like well i'm like that's yeah that's cool because you know it's a cheaper than like having to like book a band every (laughs) single time yeah and then uh b i mean it let me go through like i have five or six crates of records i have that i don't necessarily listen to but i i think have a little bit of something on them Mm -hmm. uh that i'd always wanted to share with somebody and yeah. i thought this was like the perfect sort of uh solution um you know to do to continue doing some live beat making events so uh you know i i asked them if it was cool if we could uh, work together on that and uh, bring it to the whistler mm-hmm. and uh yeah uh, four <laughs> years later we're still doing it <laughs> nice yeah um so um all right. So, uh, can you like describe like exactly what's going to be happening on the sixth? Like, what what each of like these beat makers is going to be required to do? And right. So, uh, so back to your question, we are yeah sampling a uh, a live band, mm-hmm. which I have done for Fresh Roasted um, a few times before. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently in London. Uh, most recently in London, I had to think <laughs> about that because we did sample uh, Angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bet Dawid, who was on your, yeah. sh- on your show, before. yeah, and she was like, "That's how I like found out who you were." Was she like, she was like, "Do you know Alejandro?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> and she told me about live sampling, and I was like, "What?" So. Yeah, we got to. She played a, a an incredible like five minute set. So one of the only times I've ever heard Whistler completely silent. Um, she really uh, froze the crowd uh, for five minutes, and. Uh, you know, it's it's something really different to sample from a band because mm-hmm. you we're offering up a chance to sample something like a record that hasn't been discovered or you know something like really special, like a, a true treasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's really nice when we're able to do that, um, and I'm very fortunate to uh, have uh, Mark DeClive Lowe. Uh, coming in from LA mm-hmm. to uh, lead a trio, uh, he'll be playing keys. Isaiah Spencer will be playing drums, and Joshua Griffin will be on bass. Great. So the three of them will play uh, a set uh, together, improvisational, uh, for about thirty to forty-five minutes, which will get recorded. Mm-hmm. I'll quickly go through uh, the recording and find that one little bit that I think everybody could use. And then I'll give that um, cut of music uh, to the producers uh, on a thumb drive. And they'll have 90 minutes to make a beat on the spot. And uh, the audience in attendance will crown the one (laughs) true champion of Fresh Roasted. Will there be a physical crown? I really hope there is. You know, I've always wanted to have a... Uh, like a tiara? Like a, <laughs> no. Well, oh, a tiara would be kind of cool, actually. <laughs> or a sash. Like Is a sash would be very sash? cool. Yeah. Like Indian cloth, Ooh. like gold and like brown, shimmering yes. brown. 
Yes. Uh, but You've like a championship <laughs> belt, I thought would be cool, or at the very least, a button. Yeah, yeah, a button. Yeah. I I could get on board with that for sure. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything. It'll be it'll be bragging it'll rights. Be, only. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, we all have enough stuff anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> um so um, I'm wondering. This may sound like a stupid question, but I I mean, I'm primarily an acoustic musician mm-hmm. and my experience with like DJs and beat makers um, is very minimal. Like the first time I really saw like beat making live was when I saw, do you know Kneebody? No. They've been through town before. They're like sort of like jazz adjacent, um, okay. but they like collaborated with this beat maker. Is it Daedalus? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. And so then I do, yeah, I do know who. Yeah, about, yeah. 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 Um, and so, like that was the first time I'd seen like live beat making like that, and um, and I was like kind of like skeptical about it at first because I already liked Nebody. I was like, I don't know. And then I saw it and it was like insane. Um, and so just as somebody who used to like, you know, it's not like I thought that DJs did nothing, but it was like I didn't really understand like what they did. Um, like, do you distinguish between like DJs and beat makers? Are they like the same thing? Um, yeah, I mean, there is, a, there is, is there uh, overlap there? There is overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do feel that your best DJs are making a beat on the spot yeah. in the way that it's constructed. You catch a loop, um, in DJing, they'll call it juggling. So you'll have <laughs> the two records and you'll have that one little portion that they'll go back and forth from the left turntable to the right turntable, controlling everything that would be, uh, through the mixer and are able to extend that one little element um, for as long as they want. Mm-hmm. And that's actually kind of like the essence of yeah. <laughs> like a hip hop uh, sampled bass song and the way it was constructed. Yeah. So your best DJ will be in essence, a, um, a you know, a beat maker. Yeah. Um, but in the way that people know it today, um, I would say that there, there is a difference. Um, a lot of times uh, people do when they're talking about fresh roasted or you know what you know writing about fresh roasted or whatever they they do often say djs have you know 90 minutes to make a beat on the spot and mm-hmm. i've never actually like taken the time to like write back to anybody <laughs> and say you know they're actually it's not the djs you're wrong it's, it's the beat makers <laughs> um but, but i understand i guess i understand why um they would they would think that but no i the djs um to me are people that you know are able to um co- make contact cerebral contact with the <laughs> the crowd yeah and have an exchange which often leads to dancing mm-hmm. um but in, you know in other events could just be like a sharing of like uh, vibes or energy mm-hmm. Um, beat makers um, in regards to fresh roasted are the artists that are coming out to to create a song on the spot okay gotcha all right to yeah that are able to produce a song hence gotcha. producer. okay okay yeah. okay that makes a lot of sense okay thank you that that helps me and also hopefully other people <laughs> yeah. who are listening <laughs> well i mean yeah, just email me if you have further questions. <laughs> I'm um, tripping myself up trying to explain it. <laughs> um, 
so uh what are um what are some of the challenges uh that go into an event like that like fresh Earth did um both from the standpoint of like putting it together and i guess we kind of covered this already but like and also just being a participant um because i mean you're pretty much like producing this whole event right uh well throwing it throwing it um i mean it's i guess it's not too complicated okay Uh, once you know the first few times i did it uh, i was taking notes and like just like uh telling myself you know this could be better that could be better and just kind of fine-tune it as i went along yeah um so i mean it's just a matter of like letting people know what is going to happen like kind of giving them a breakdown of what's what and when something's going to happen and um just answering questions like when they come up i mean it's kind of the nitty-gritty yeah that's where i am at like four (laughs) years of doing this um yeah you know creating a flyer for the image right you know just getting the word out i suppose are the hardest things um but for for the participants uh like we said earlier um there i'm i'm pulling people out of their comfort zones yeah um people work in studios people work at home people definitely don't work with people staring at them <laughs> or yeah. you know yeah because when we do it at the whistler it's just like a, there's a crowd crowd of people just staring at um my guests on stage yeah you know when you walk through it kind of looks like a telethon or something that's going on <laughs> um in the venue you don't right. really because it's like you know people working on machines or computers and you walk in and i am not sure you see that very frequently when you go out for a drink yeah so people are just don't know what to think um so they kind of stand there and i don't know if they're standing there because they like gear like i do you always want to see what what's glowing on stage (laughs) what are you using yeah or if it's they're just simply trying to figure out what the heck is going on right um yeah i have but anyway there's people staring at them right so i'm sure that has to have some sort of um level of discomfort yeah uh, well that comes with that <laughs> you know so you're having like, played you're, on stage before like. yeah. i mean you're, you're I'm, I, I just gave them something that they hadn't heard before and yeah. it might not even be something that they would pick themselves right but here they are they have to use that and they have x amount of minutes to do it and they have to be working yeah and then they're working in their headphones and there's loud music and there's people staring at them yeah so um, they definitely have a lot yeah um, they have a lot going on yeah <laughs> so uh, oh man that'd be a good question for one of the artists actually yeah yeah i yeah. okay you force them to we'll i mean in, kidnap one of them yeah, um <laughs> in the past uh you know people say that you know um it kind of forces creativity out of you oh yeah i'm yeah. sure like under pressure it just kind of like like well i gotta produce now <laughs> yeah it's like you have to know you have to trust yourself yeah i imagine mm-hmm. and you have to commit to something yeah. and you have to see it all the way through for sure which i think is great yeah i mean i you know you could get like three quarters of the way like through something and then you're just like i don't know but like i mean that's what i imagine i would do because that's my personality i would be like you know not having made beats before i just get like part of the way through and be like i don't know if i like this or not but i'm running out of time and i gotta right. finish you <laughs> have to finish it and that's and that's kind of cool like you have to bring this thing into the world yeah um 
you know, certain or not, you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You little beat baby. You got to bring it out into the world. Um, so I, I, I think that's cool, but yeah. of course I'm not one of the artists and I, of course I I'm haven't sure done I'm sure they think it's like cool that. too. It's just like they're a little more stressed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at the time. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do think every single contestant, uh, any participant, any artist that's ever been in it, I, I do thank them, um, for being crazy enough to come out and do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, it's a really cool concept. Um, I... I'm wondering because you you yourself are a producer. Um, I'm not a producer. You're not a. Pro- God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people uh, think that though because um, of the sample, the like the samples that I bring. Yeah. I think um, you know a lot of times people ask me if I make beats myself. Oh. And I I don't. So you're a DJ. I'm a I'm an event producer here in the city. Okay. I'm a radio show DJ. Okay. Host. Okay and a dj yeah okay excellent um so i mean how did you get into like you know how did you originally get into this kind of thing like djing and producing and um well when i lived i lived in uh, japan for a while Mm -hmm. and uh you know i'm uh little known fact about me is i like to draw and i like to paint Uh um and my background actually is you know in school Uh is painting and drawing um so when i lived in japan um i got into record collecting and i started djing out there and uh i like to you know i like to have sounds in the background when i when i drew Mm -hmm. uh so there was always like these little snippets of sounds that I heard in this song or that record. And, uh, what I did was I would play the record, uh, I would feed the turntable into a tape deck Mm -hmm. and I would play the little part that I liked. I would hit pause on the tape deck and bring the record back to the, the beginning of that snippet press play again, press record again, record it again, and do that as many times as I thought was good. And yeah. I would f- fill up entire tapes of these loops. Oh, my gosh. Just loops over and over, different loops, um, different parts of songs, like longer parts of songs mixed with these looped up um parts from records onto these tapes. And I would draw... So if the tape was 45 minutes, I would draw for 45 minutes straight. And as soon as the tape stopped, I would stop working on the image. I would flip the paper over and I would write how many minutes I worked, uh, the date, sign it, and then flip the tape and start something else. So it was kind of like a a weird sort of uh, meditation almost. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it helped me zone out. It would help me just like completely zone out just to hearing the same sound over and over and then it would change into something else and that would also like pull my thought with it yeah yeah wow so that's how i ended up with like you know six crates of pretty much <laughs> these garbage <laughs> records but there's like three seconds of something really good on some of those records wow yeah. okay and then um well so, i mean i assume you still draw uh, I doodle, like I doodle, but I don't like. I don't. I'm not bringing like paintings and like, right, 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 right. I've. I, I feel like uh, the creative spirit is uh, led me 
to music mm-hmm. and is guiding me down a path uh, related to music. Mm-hmm. I'm simply following it and I have no idea where the hell I'm going. That sounds fine. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's how I started, uh, I guess, fine tuning my ear to samples. And I thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if someone actually used this and like made like a beat like. Madlib made or like a beat like Pete Rock made or something you know yeah. something like that um so when my friend Frame who you know essentially kind of jumped up fresh roasted um asked me to do that with him mm-hmm. I'm like yeah I have, I have a few records I could bring <laughs> <laughs> so I it was like a perfect things. yeah it was a perfect <laughs> opportunity yeah yeah that's awesome yeah um do you um do you have any other like events or you know anything with because uh, you have you're a host like with lumpen radio yeah. right mm-hmm. do you have anything else coming up that you want people to know about besides fresh roasted well i do a lot of things in the <laughs> city um fresh roasted just kind of grew out of uh me uh producing events mm-hmm. throughout the city yeah i do all kinds of things from you know big concerts at like you know places like the double door or like small like intimate shows in Mm -hmm. like at danny's or the whistler i you know shows in london la new york you know Mm -hmm. i do my primary purpose i would say (laughs) is to um hold events Uh uh-huh um so fresh roasted just came out of like my ability to to put together an event yeah um it's not something that um i intended to do this long Mm -hmm. um so i mean if you're interested please you know keep up with me online (laughs) and i'm always throwing events i just did you know a month-long residency at the whistler Mm -hmm. um i might be doing something secretly uh on the first Uh, oh it could be invitation only but I'll definitely post information about that if that actually comes to fruition. Okay. Um, and I'll like share it on the odd yeah. pod social um, means. Yeah. <laughs> I'm o- I'm always doing stuff. So okay. I mean the uh next fresh roasted we have coming up at the Whistler is a showcase, so it's not a battle or anything. So I'll do the battles every three months, but on the on the what ends up being the quarterly month or the fourth month. Mm-hmm. Um, I invite people that I like very much or I'm interested in or um, people that I just happen to meet at other events uh, that haven't been playing out very much but I I, I think um, I think they could do something like amazing so I invite them to come out uh, to my showcase and uh, it's just a night of music so on the second Thursday of December, which I believe is the 13th, mm-hmm. we'll have uh, Beatmakers playing their original material live. I'll have a, uh, a band uh, called Hong Kong uh, playing um, their covers of Mad Lib songs. So they're taking Mad Lib beats and writing it to, you know, jazz jazz live music and they're playing those beats back live Mm -hmm. um with instruments um it's always a lot of fun the the showcases cool yeah awesome all right so um 
Fresh Roasted, All Champs. It's happening December 6th uh, at Sleeping Village. What time is it? Nine? Uh, doors are at nine. Uh, music starts at 930. Um, Reverb LP is helping me uh, host the event. So we'll have one of their DJs who happens to be one of or one of their employees who happens to be one of my favorite DJs uh, and just kind of in awe of this guy's uh, record collection. Quinn Cunningham is going to uh, DJ while the beat makers are working. And of course, uh, we'll have a live band consisting of Mark Clive Lowe, Isaiah Spencer, and Joshua Griffin. Um, for those of you who don't know who Mark Clive Lowe is, he's uh, a legend in the world. Uh, one of the sort of important uh, artists to drive broken beat music in the UK in the early 2000s. Uh, he's evolved as an artist uh, these last 18 years, um, has done all kinds of different things, has moved to L.A. and has been working with amazing people out there, uh, people like Jemire Williams or Carlos Nino or Jeff Parker, uh, Makai McRaven. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been doing amazing things. Uh, so I'm happy that he loves Chicago and what's happening <laughs> in Chicago these yeah. days. Uh, so he... Every year he comes out to see what's happening in Chicago and he wants to uh, mix and mingle with uh, musicians here, uh, but uh, on stage. Um, so it's great that, you know, that we have uh, someone like him uh, paying attention to our city mm-hmm. and even better that he's down for something like for Fresh Roasted. Uh, <laughs> so it's real special that they're going to be out there on uh, December 6th. Um, we're going to have a pop-up vinyl shop for any record nerds out there from, uh, Reverb and, uh, awesome. yeah, and then the beat battle and some live beats with, uh, Sleeping Village's two huge subwoofers. So it's going to feel good <laughs> to have your face melted right off your skull. Yeah. It sounds, sounds violent, but really great in the best way. It's, <laughs> it's like pleasant violence. Um, well, great. Thank you so much, Alejandro, King Hippo. Hippo- Hippochi. Hi- Hippochi. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. <laughs>